What is up, guys? Mm. Alrighty, so if you're not familiar with it, this is another segment of talking myself. This is where I do a long-form monologue on a topic, and the topic I got today actually came in the form of an audio message I got from a client I used to work with. He sent me something that I thought would just resonate really well, and I'm, I'm fucking, I'm getting ready for my Boston trip this weekend. I'm, you know, I'm fucking busy, and my mom in from out of town. I had a ton of shit going on, and I got this. I was like, fuck it, I'm staying up, I'm gonna have some cocktails, and uh, and record another episode of talking to myself. I hope you guys enjoy this, but uh, just go ahead and to set this up, take a listen to this. Yeah, what's up, bro? It's been a while since touching base with you. Hope all is well. Still following your content, so I know what you're up to. I have a question for you to mull over. You know, <clears throat> I have been for a while now trying to implement new programs or new, new, new class types, new class styles. You know, somewhat that mimic what the alchemy and what you're doing where it's a 30 minute or 45 minute class different structure not complicated high school movements no barbells or uh, you know I, I have torpedoes now actually and it just really hasn't really taken off not even with my current clients is it is there such a thing that just that the athletes that i have just like what we do in the hour class that we have can it be that just the the program that we have even though it is crossfit-esque is actually working and that's what people want you know how do you know when people want a shift people like the new class because when it's offered at a class time that wasn't previously offered like a sunday for example or a friday at five o'clock where we normally have a five o'clock class we just never did on fridays there it's booming and people like it and people are really enjoying it but when that same 30-minute class is coupled or 45-minute class is at the same time that we have our hour class, our normal CrossFit class, it's crickets. I'm just wondering if I am forcing, trying to force, I'm not even forcing their hand, but trying to manipulate them to take my vision of fitness into the future when they're pretty happy doing the class that we have offered. Such a good fucking question. And I'm going to cue this up real quick. Let me, uh, that comes from a guy named Ben Isabella. Ben Isabella owns Isabella Fitness in Sayreville, New Jersey. And Ben has a banging business. Ben does absolutely great. Let me tell you guys from someone who is a, um, a teacher, right? He's a full-time teacher. He runs Isabella Fitness with a profit margin that would make some of you guys just fucking, you'd kill yourself if you knew what he was doing as a part-time teacher profit-wise. The dude absolutely kills it. Um, and uh, anyway, he's got an amazing team over there. And when he sent me that, the first thing I thought of was because I know Ben. Ben came to spring training, which was a seminar I put on in New Jersey way back in the fucking day. Um, Ben is, uh, you know, he's a student of what I like. He's he's a he's a student of looking and seeing what else is out there. And he's obviously like he's bought torpedoes. He didn't come to the self made summit, but he's kept an eye on stuff. You could tell he's trying different things. I know so many of you guys are trying different fucking things with new classes. You're trying to be on the edge. You're trying to you know you see Orange Theory making their place. You see Metabolics making their place, and and you think you need to add this in. And my my response to Ben was, you know, did you have a problem to begin with? Did you fucking need to try to add this new class and make this new style? Was it even something your members fucking wanted? 
My guess is it probably wasn't. My guess was you saw this and you in your head as a business owner could sit back and think, man, I see the shortfalls with this CrossFit thing. But then I also see the amazing, you know, I see the amazingness that that community provides. But God, you know what? There's these other class models that I think could work really well too. Let me try this out. And you did it and they didn't want it. And here's the deal. The reason I wanted to bring this up is I've got a lot of gyms that have tried to do uh, to mimic what Urban Movement's done. They've tried to do what um, Metabolic's done. They've tried to do what EvoFit's done and Alchemy 365 and Shred 415 and Orange. Th I, they're all trying to do it. And it never catches as well when, they, when it gets positioned as like a separate class. Right, like when you've gone ahead and you just like, hey, at this dead time on Sundays and Fridays, like Ben's doing, we have this thing, and people are like, oh, cool, there was no class, then I'll come try that out. But when you put it neck and neck, the same class time as a, you know, the current popular class, the CrossFit class, or whatever the main offering is, they don't fucking, they don't care. They're like, whatever, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'd rather do this. This is what I came here for. Quit trying to feed me a goddamn burrito. I came to get hot dogs. You make banging ass hot dogs. They're amazing. Fucking the best chili fucking hot dog, whatever the hell, like corn dog. Like, that's what I came here for. And now you got kind of get into burritos. You went to Mexico, you took a vacation, and you fucking fell in love with the idea of selling burritos. And now you're trying to push that shit on me. And it's cool. I'll eat a burrito every now and then, but I come here for the hot dogs. Like, do you guys, you guys get where I'm going with that? This is the thing. Like, you guys cannot. And, and here's the thing with Ben and why he's a unicorn in this is because he's he's trying to be innovative which is obviously smart, but you don't want to fix what's not broken. And I know he's trying to, you know, stay ahead of the curve and he's always thinking about the next thing and that's perfectly fine, but Ben's not a guy trying to fix a broken business. So he, I'm using, you know, his audio as a, as an example here. Cause I think a lot of you guys are trying to do what he's doing, but you're not doing as well as he is. You're trying to fix a broken business by creating this other class thing by like having this new shiny toy. Ooh, it's a torpedo. Oh, and we do intervals and we got some concept two ski ergs. Ooh, and some bike er like, eh, like it's just, you know, and I see Stu does gym, you know, he uses the rings instead of the pull-up bars. We're going to do that too. Like I just, I really fearful for you guys who are going to pursue a new class Put it in there in the ring with this CrossFit thing or this more high intensity. And I, I'm gonna, I'm probably just gonna use CrossFit because that's where a lot of you guys are. You don't see a lot of the other, like you don't see Orange Theory creating a CrossFit style class. You don't. You don't see fucking, um, you know, Shred Four One Five and Berries and all that other stuff creating, you know, a CrossFit style class. Now there's been examples like Rumble. If any of you guys follow Rumble and the success they've had in LA and New York and all that, they've added, um, which is a boxing, like a, a really, you know, trendy cardio boxing type of workout. They've added Rumble Training. I think it's what it's called, Rumble Train or Rumble Training, which is more like, you know, more like Barry's Boot Camp, more like Orange Theory, treadmills and dumbbells and all that kind of thing. They've had to go do it, and I think it's because they're not seeing a lot of success. Um but you don't see those other models having to go and they're going to try to put the hardcore thing in. So think about that. The softer models are not trying to add the hardcore thing in. Even though they know they're going to lose clients who want to eventually maybe evolve their fitness. They're like, that's fine. When you're done with us, you're done with us. There's plenty of people that still want us. And we can still talk and storytell to those people.
Yet you guys, you guys are trying to create the soft thing to complement your hard thing. And that is like, and it works. Like Steve Pinkerton did this with Evo Fit and Cross Vitality. He did this really fucking well. He went ahead and created a soft thing, a less intimidating thing, a more inclusive thing to complement his exclusive hardcore thing. And it works. I think there's a lot of reasons why Steve's works. I think physical location. I think separation of the two things. I mean, I think the separate brands. He had someone completely running his Evo Fit, his softer version um, that allowed it to have its own identity. Like, there's a lot of reasons. Go buy the remote access to the self-made summit if you're really fucking curious to hear the rest of that story. But, you know, I listened to Ben's story there, how his um, his class, and again, like he called, I fuck Ben, I, I'm, I'm going to fuck this up, but I don't know, he called it like sweat and flex or flex and move or like, it, it, you know, it sounded very lift and move, alchemy-ish kind of scenario. And, um, and yeah, it, it just, I, I don't think your people wanted it and I don't think it's going to take off. And I've talked to to people about this. And I remember even with Ben, when me and him were, were working together on a monthly level, I told him, I said, hey, if you want this to take off, you have to go all in on it. It can't just become a class you offer. Like, are you putting, really, you're going to buy fucking, you know, $8,000 of torpedoes for one class that you offer like three days a week? Probably not the best utilization of your money, even though you're making a bunch of it. Are you really going to put all this brand identity and go into Lululemon and trying to get them into it and all that for something that's going to happen four days a week? I don't know, maybe, you know, four days a week at one time, like one hour of the day because it's a filler, it's a dead time. No, like you do your Isabella Fitness or your whatever the name of your fucking micro gym is and you're doing CrossFit, just stick with doing CrossFit really well. Do it better than the other guy. I don't know why so many guys dislike me in this space in the CrossFit world because they think I'm like, here's how to be a CrossFit gym but not do CrossFit. Or here's how to get rid of CrossFit. That's not at all what I do. And anyone who really listens and is not just like like an ignorant fuckface and just likes to throw shade knows I'm the biggest proponent of a CrossFit gym staying unapologetically CrossFit and just doing it really fucking well, like better than anybody. And in this scenario, I think a lot of us, though, are trying to fix broken businesses with a shiny fucking new toy, right? Like, like oh, my God, we have this new thing. We're going to get all these other people. No. You couldn't even get, you were a CrossFit gym and you couldn't even get the fucking CrossFitters in. Think about that. You were a fucking CrossFit gym who couldn't get enough CrossFitters in to make a profitable, successful business because I know a ton of CrossFit owners that are doing the softer thing and they might get it. They might be like, yeah, I honestly, I like this fitness model. I think it's better. It's more inclusive, but don't let them bullshit you. If they could have just stayed CrossFit and ran a really great CrossFit business, they would have. But they fucking couldn't. It didn't work out for whatever reason. I don't care whatever fucking this happened, that happened, this, what, I don't care. They just didn't, you couldn't make it happen. Now you're going to come up with a different play. It's just, it's one of those things, man. It's like fucking football, man. You fucking throw it on first and second so you can open up the running game. Like, you, like they couldn't make the fucking passing game work, so they're going with the running game. Versus a team that's fucking, you know, three yards in a cloud of dust every fucking play. I really, really think that when you guys are looking at people doing well or if you listen to WTF Gym Talk or you listen to any of these other guys and you're seeing like, oh, I was, you know, I'm, I'm fucking, I'm wearing uh, my rewired fitness co. 
right? Adam, my boy, I had him on the podcast. Adam owned CrossFit Rewired, rebranded it to Rewired Fitness Co. And it's essentially it. He repositioned, just changed the name, better, you know, better logo, better aesthetics. He's probably got a clear branding going on, but he really didn't change much outside of that. It's still CrossFit. And I think he's going to do well with that. I really do. A lot of you guys are changing names and adding classes. You know, I'm going to use another uh, great example. I've got, you know, Mitch Rowell, a guy named Mitch. He's uh, on the West Coast. He owns a company called The Loop Fitness, um, formerly known as CrossFit. Uh, oh, fuck. CrossFit Loop? No. Was it CrossFit Loop? The Loop. CrossFit North Loop? I want to say CrossFit North Loop, Mitch. I apologize, man. I've been drinking a little bit, like, way more than I should have been before I hit record. Um, CrossFit North Loop. And he rebrands or repositions to the loop fitness and then adds a sweat class. And how many of you guys have a fucking sweat class or something that sounds like a sweat class, low barrier entry kind of scenario. And he used that as just his second or he's a PT first gym that now also has this low barrier entry access, but he still does CrossFit. Like that's still his thing. That's still his bread and butter. And he's not, he's not trying to change that drastically. He's not sitting there wondering like, man, why isn't sweat just taking over the world right now? Because I'm a CrossFit gym. Yeah, I changed my fucking name. But the culture of the motherfuckers in here, the people who are paying the money, they still know this thing is CrossFit. They're still talking about the open. They're still into the whole thing. So how do I think this is ever going to change? You know, I, I would tell, you know, for Ben and, and everyone else that's, that's trying this stuff and it's not working, of course it's not because you're missing the most vital fucking piece of the, the part of the equation. You have to purge the old skin, the old blood, the old members if you really want to go with something new. Again, if you guys would have attended the Self-Made Summit, you would have heard the stories of the alchemies and the metabolics that had to completely leave their CrossFit businesses. They didn't flip CrossFit gyms into alchemies and metabolics. They fucking left them in the dust. They either sold them or walked away from it completely, whatever it may be. Urban movement, you know, at Self-Made Summit, I told my story. I flick, I didn't do, I should have done that. I should have just kept CrossFit Southland or sold it or whatever and just used it as, you know, passive income. And instead I went ahead and I fucking flipped it. And I lost a fuck ton of money. Members just purged out, had to rebuild, had to recreate. So those of you guys who are like, I rebranded, I came up with this really awesome class and it, it's different and that, cool, awesome. How many members you lose? Well, no, then you didn't rebrand. If you didn't change everything fucking logistically, mechanically, it's, it's not, in my opinion, it's not rebranding by my fucking operational definition. You didn't. You literally went ahead and you changed the name and you put in some fucking class that's softer than your, you have a low barrier to entry class now. That's it. That's okay. Like, it doesn't have to be rebranded. I'm not, I'm not calling you out because of that. But what I am saying is that you guys who are sitting there with the business model that's not exactly making them enough money, this is not going to do it. It'd be like, man, no chicks want to bang me. I'm, I think I'm going to go gay. I'm going to start fucking dudes. I, I, I don't know. Probably dudes probably don't want to bang you either. I don't know. You probably just need to figure out why chicks don't want to bang you. I don't think it's your identity. I think you're kind of just a dick. You don't pay for dinner. You don't call them back. Right? You're just, you're an asshole on fucking hinge. Like, whatever it may be. I'm really blown away by 
the I try to shed a lot of light on rebranding because I do think there's gonna be a lot of gyms that want to do it. And I'm very impressed that the gyms who want to do it, and I see the real reason as to why they do. Why they why they're not happy with the current business model. And it never has anything to do with the brand. There's so much fucking money to be made as a CrossFit gym, to be made as a fucking boot camp, to be made as a spin studio. So much fucking money. But you guys just like, you're not, you, you think that like, ah, oh, fuck, I've been doing this for three years. I'm not where I should be. Like, maybe it's the wrong play. I, I don't think it is. I just think you're not, you're not maxing, you're not as good as you need to be, obviously. And you're not taking the time to learn what you need to do to do different. And maybe you do know and you just won't do it. It's a bunch of reasons why you're failing. But I, I rarely think it's because the model you started with isn't profitable. If anyone's made it with CrossFit or Pilates or Spin or Boot Camp, you can. Fuck, Barry's goddamn fucking Boot Camp. Barry's Boot Camp. If any of us heard that name today and we didn't associate it with the fucking mega company, the behemoth that is Barry's Boot Camp, you would literally say that's the dumbest fucking name I've ever heard. It sounds like a gimmicky, shitty fucking boot camp. Why in the world would anybody ever join that fucking thing? It does. It's, it sounds horrible. But we think Barry's, and we know the brand associated with it. If anybody has done it one time, you can do it. Now, for those of you guys who are actually thinking about this thing, and you're, you know, you are really considering, I'm going to put the mic up here so I can start drinking a little bit more. By the way, I'm trying to wrap this up because I want to get the Chipotle before it fucking closes. And uh, I'm trying to face fuck a burrito here. But, um, and you're thinking of, of changing up your thing. Let me give you some advice, right? Let me give you some advice so that, you know, you don't run into Ben's thing, right? You don't run into like, Ugh, it didn't work or it didn't stick or I had it completely wrong. My customers don't want it. Find out what the fuck they want. Number one, like when people are not signing up, find out why. And I know it's like, well, how do I do that? It's, this is going to be crazy. And uh, I, I, know, I know this is probably going to explode your fucking brainium. You ask. <laughs> you just straight add. This is like qualitative data is so underrated in a micro gym. You don't have that many fucking you know, prospects coming in. Be like, dude, Stu, you want me to ask everybody who comes in here? Like why they didn't join them. Like, yeah, man, you had 13 fucking people try your gym last month. You can't ask 13 people. Shut the fuck up. It's not like you have fucking 100 goddamn people coming through. Follow up with them in a day or two. Hey, listen, it's Stu over at Urban Movement. Just wanted to hit you up. I know you mentioned this really wasn't your thing or whatever. I just wanted to follow up on that. Like, could you, would you mind sharing with me exactly what it is that didn't work for you? I'm constantly trying to improve my business. And this feedback would be actually be so valuable to me. And I'd really appreciate it. Yeah, well, like, they might not answer. My guess is that they will. I really think that's a very uncommon request from a business to be like, hey, why didn't you like our shit? Please, like, hit us hard. Let us know. People are always afraid. Like, even people who are upset customers, like, I hate sending food back. Like, if someone fucks up my order at a restaurant, I'm not a dick. I just, I'm just not, I'll eat it. I don't care. Like, they didn't cook the steak right, whatever. Like, it doesn't bother me. I'll just eat it. Eat my drink, my fucking Manhattan is fucking watered down, or my old-fashioned doesn't fucking, like, whatever. Like, I don't care. 
But I think if someone were to engage me and say, hey, listen, would you mind sharing some information? I would, yeah, I'd be like, sure. Like, let me help you out so you make that better next time. But rarely, how often, you know, or when do we ever say that to people when they, they don't buy? We're just like, oh, it wasn't for them. Eh, must have been too expensive. And eh, they were kind of a douche anyway. Ask, like, hey, what was it that wasn't for you? I'm just kind of curious. And here's a, here's a little bonus one. Do you know anybody who you think might like this? You'll be really surprised how many fucking responses you get on that one. All right, moving on. Um, with that in you, those of you guys who are looking to create this model and you're, you, you want to not run into Ben's thing, finding out exactly why people don't like your current thing will help you shape whether it's a problem with you, the current service, or whether it's just the, like whether it's a wrong fit. And I would be dead serious. I'd, I would be fucking shocked if there isn't a market for whatever you're currently doing. Whatever you're currently doing, there is a market for. And in the second that I see someone start questioning whether the market's right or like whether CrossFit HQ branding is fucking me over, or whether other gyms with CrossFit on it or that do boot camps and Pilates are doing a shitty job, which ruins it for me. I instantly know that person's not making any money because trust me, when you make a bunch of money with your business, you don't, you, that shit just never even touches you. Like you don't say that stuff. People who make a lot of money successfully with their business don't complain about that shit. Bottom line. You want to hear, you want to know someone's not doing well business-wise just listening to a conversation. When you hear them bitch and whine about external factors like that, you know they're not doing well. It's the fucking truth. Now, while I believe there's a, um, a niche market opportunity for everything, are you representing that niche market opportunity the right way? So let me put it like this. You offer a high-intensity group fitness model. Call it whatever it is, okay? Your ideal client coming in is someone looking to get started with fitness. Remember, I believe in two avatars, looking to get started with fitness and then evolve people who are already fitnessing and want to evolve their fitness. And they are, they've got that 20 pounds to lose. They are intimidated because they don't understand how to do exercises. They're, they don't know the nuances of kettlebell versus dumbbell versus where do my hands go on a barbell. And they're looking for instruction. They're looking to not look stupid. And you've got this group fitness thing and maybe this PT first thing or this onboarding thing, whatever the fuck it may be. And you are going to lead them to the promised land of getting fitter, looking better naked, and not looking stupid while doing it. However, all your marketing... Everything you're fucking doing, like externally and digital, you know, digital world, social media, website, the people who wear your fucking brand and, and like go to Chipotle afterwards and they're wearing their knee sleeves on their fucking ankles and they're talking about their fucking double under goddamn slashes. Like you're just not doing a good job speaking to those people here. This is and like, that's a great one right there. Like that Chipotle reference. See this. I'm I'm gonna end this thing so fucking quick. I'm hungry as fuck. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking Chipotle even in my fucking examples. When you have clients, your heart like so. I ask gym owners all the time. Tell me about your your average avatar client, and they normally list to me the average avatar client normally matches up with the prospect avatar that they want. You know, they're this age, this age. They do this and this. They just want to get fit. They don't care about this. I'm like, cool, great. Tell me about the outliers. 
Oh, yeah, well, we got that one click of, you know, 10, 15, 20 people that are super hardcore and they, you know, they brag about the bloody hands and they wear all the accessories and they wear their wrist straps to the grocery store. And like when they've got the bloody shins from double unders, they're like, yeah, fucking rock. Like, and then those motherfuckers are going out to the grocery store in Chipotle and they're walking around with your shit on and people see them. You're like, uh, here's someone to think of. I want you to close your eyes and think of this person. You're uh, at the gas station, and in front of you is a dude with a ponytail. He looks like he's 43. He kind of smells like cigarettes and maybe some bad weed. He's got a Grateful Dead t-shirt on, you know, uh, baggy fucking jeans with flip-flops. And, you know, you could tell this guy is just fucking, he's getting, you know, some Mountain Dew fucking red coat or whatever, code red, so he can go back and play another fucking eight-hour stint of Call of Duty. He lives with his mom. Like, we could all make all the fucking jokes. We know exactly who I'm talking about. That guy's a character. That's a brand. That's a person. It's a reputation. And the hardcore outlier members you have in your gym that represent you when you're not looking or doing the same fucking thing. They are literally negatively and with the antithesis of what you're trying to attract representing the brand. And so you have these people out there that are scaring away. You don't even realize that these walking, talking, fucking human billboards scare people like, oh, I've seen, I've seen that gym. CrossFit, what? Yeah, no, 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 that's not for me. I am not that person. I do that with fucking clothes all the time. You will not catch me wearing Vineyard Vines or Patagonia. Fuck that shit. These fucking SEC Southern motherfucking kids that are, that are down here like with their goddamn fucking pink Vineyard Vine shirt, their chubby shorts, and their rainbow fucking flip-flops. Every time I go out to a fucking microbrewery here in you know the South in Charlotte, I literally just want to fucking impale. Like anyway, like it's one of those it's one of those things where like that is a brand of a human being that I would you know like to see bad things happen to. Right. Like, and again, I'm joking kind of not really, but like you get like that, like people see that client out. And now the thing that you're trying to advertise is just completely mucked up because that fucking walking, talking billboard, AKA your clients totally jacked it up. And there you are sitting back wondering why is it that my thing isn't working? And then it leads you to, well, maybe it's because I need something softer. Because those people aren't coming in. I do really well with the hardcore people. I do really well with the people. Who, I get here with all them. Man, when people get CrossFit, man, I sell them all the time. Yeah, yeah, no shit. Just like when hungry people walk into a grocery store, they buy more groceries. Like, I fucking get it, bro. But if you're sitting there now and you've got this, like what Ben was talking about in the beginning of this thing, like you're now, like, I'm going to try this other thing. Okay, try it. But are the people that are out there representing your brand, which is like, again, your social media posts are not seen by as many people as fucking, you know, Sally walking around with your goddamn shirt on that she, you know, she got at a competition at your fucking gym and it's just wow, wow, CrossFit, CrossFit, elite, 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 wad, 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 shut the fuck up. That is the worst. If, if, and again, if you, that's what you want, then great. Why are you trying to create the fluffy fit, you know, the, the alternative low barrier entry class? But if that's not your thing, that individual is now representing you know, everything that is you. And it, it, unfortunately, it sounds like everything that's not you. 
But now they're the ones saying it's like they're your brand manager. They're out there fucking just, you know, wreck a in your goddamn brand image. And like, well, Stu, what, what do I do? Do I just fire him? I mean, no, I don't think you fire him. I think you make a decision. You want to know how I got rid of all, my, all the fucking hardcore CrossFitters in my gym? Got rid of CrossFit. I stopped doing hardcore shit. I stopped doing the things that like where I wanted to go. So many of you guys are trying to fucking teeter-totter. Like none of you guys want the teeter-totter to be fucking biased. Like one fat kid on it, one like, like you all want to have a nice even. Well, no, I want to keep them. They're great members. Like cool, great, keep them. Just realize you'll always have this Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde fucking bipolar goddamn brand being represented out there. There's no, like you will not find someone at SoulCycle who is also a hardcore CrossFitter. Like, you're not going to see someone at SoulCycle rocking a wad fucking on the wave shirt, right? <laughs> you're not going to see someone fucking rocking like a rich froning fucking whatever rogue t-shirt at SoulCycle. You won't. Just like you wouldn't see someone at SoulCycle fucking pulling up their goddamn knee sleeves and grabbing their do-wins and get ready to go fucking throw down on your snatch workout. It's not ha- like though because they're, they're they're not soul cycle goes after this and ideally a crossfit gym goes after this and those two things don't meet in the middle. You won't see my ass at a goddamn vegan restaurant because I fucking crush meat. Insert all the gay jokes right there in the comments right now. <laughs> but like no seriously like it just uh, sometimes I think like I've given um. I've, maybe I've given way to this problem. Again, nobody may, again, I'm, I'm so uh, okay with admitting this, but like nobody's made, nobody makes as much content on this topic of rebranding, repositioning as I do. Nobody's created summits completely geared around this topic and this, you know, of creating your own thing. And I think a lot of you guys want to do it, but you won't let go of the old thing. It's like, you've got a girlfriend, you know, she's a pain in the ass. You kind of would like to break up with her but you're going to start dating someone else. Like you're like, you're that guy. Like you got to just fucking cut ties. Sometimes that's what I did. That's why urban movement is working. That's why it's doing so well right now. It's taken us a while to get here, but the brand is coming to fruition. Like it is going like everything I thought it was going to be is becoming. And it's just like, it's, we see it financially. We're seeing it fucking just brand awareness in the city. Like, but it's because I went all in on that one side. I think a lot of you guys are not willing to do that. Like I even go back to Ben's thing. Ben's a CrossFit gym called Isabella Fitness. And, you know, he repositioned the whole thing. And he's tried to introduce this low barrier to entry. And he should, I mean, yeah, maybe it's a nice Sunday class. Maybe it's a rant. But it's not going to be a thing for you. Like you have a, you're a CrossFit gym. Some of you guys really need to sit back and, you know, take a note from like Ben um, and like, you know, even Mitch with the, the loop. These guys went ahead and they stuck to their core competencies. They might have repositioned, re-aesthetically labeled themselves, got better websites and better logo design. Maybe they reached out to Boris and Metcon Creative and they got with Joe at Flex to do a dope ass site and like everything's clean and crisp and makes sense. But they stay with CrossFit as the core offering. And then some of you guys, you know, like me, saw the opportunity in the white space, and that's what you want to take advantage of. But don't you fucking try to come play in the white space and still have your fucking hand in the other side, right? Like, you have to let go. Man the fuck up and let go. 
Knock off. Stop with this fucking bullshit where you're going to fucking please everybody. That's not a business model, you asshole. And the ones that do are going to sit there and you're going to constantly upset more people because you will not man the fuck up and tell someone, I'm sorry, I'm going this way in my business. It no longer is going to serve you. I completely understand if you go elsewhere and let them make their own decision. I've got guys right now that have got open gym hours in their gyms, and that's when all their like hardcore 10 percenters, those fuckers wearing the knee sleeves to Chipotle and all that stuff, that's when they work out. And that those individuals working out cause a ruckus in their fucking gym. Classes going on, prospects are walking through, sales are trying to have happen, and you've got people doing comp train workouts, dropping shit from overhead. It's a fucking chaotic, competitive fucking shit show going on over there. But the owner won't cut them. They won't tell them, hey, we're getting rid of open gym, which he knows would make them leave because they're afraid to lose the revenue. They're afraid that they're going to lose friends, whatever the fuck it may be. And again, those are the guys that will lose on a long enough timeline. I'm literally thinking of a gym in my city right this second as I say that. Any of you guys listening, you know exactly who the fuck you are. Um, and I and I, I say that, and I call, you know, I'm very, I'm being a pussy by not calling you out directly, but I just want to be respectful. But, like, I say that because you can't be half pregnant in this thing of brand. You can't, because it's going to be a mixed message, be a mixed bag. Nobody knows what to say about you. You know, it just, it, 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 it's just the most, it's the most poisonous thing to someone trying to grow something that's, that they want to be special. It really is. And I really hope that like, again, and like, you know, monologues like this and, and any other content that I put out that you guys sift through it and find out is rebranding good for you? Is repositioning good for you? Is any of it fucking good for you? I mean, really? Some of you guys just need to work better. Not you just work smarter, not work harder. I truly believe a lot of you guys work hard. I just believe you just don't know what the fuck you're doing. People coming up being like, I didn't know Canva was a thing. I had no idea my, you know, social media posts didn't have to look like Helen Keller did them. Like, fuck no, yeah, you can use goddamn Canva. Like it's C-A-M-V-A dot com. Like, Jesus goddamn Christ, how do you not know about Canva? It's just one of those things, guys. It's uh I sit here and I watch what's happening in the space and I see the guys who are winning and that that are making moves, you know, whether they're a single mom and pop entity or whether they're trying to become a multiple location franchise license affiliate whatever you want to do with it um and those that are just doing such a great fucking job of just being what it is that they are and then some of us like just you're just not you're you're just you haven't stuck with you're just not cool enough you know, I did a thing with Boris where we talked about what is brand and like what do people want in a brand they want to be cool and like you're just not cool enough you're not funny enough. You're not popular enough. You didn't put the pieces together. You got the wrong location with the wrong fucking instructors. You've got the wrong personality with the wrong fitness methodology with the wrong name. I don't know what the combination is. It's not clicking. Good businesses that are quality businesses grow organically, right? And I'm not saying like they don't have to supplement with paid marketing and all. You guys know that I'm all for paid marketing, but I'm saying like some of you guys have barely grown organically, like barely, barely. I've got gyms are like, yeah, we get no, we get, we're lucky if we get three consults a month. That my friends, 
means you're fucking up. It is no one else's fault. It's not brand's fault, marketing's fault. It's not demographics' fault. It's not CrossFit's fault. It's not fucking Orange Theory's fault. You motherfucker, you are the goddamn problem. And someone needs to tell you that. You've got nobody coming in month over month over month. The, the fucking proof is right there, man. You're like Even a fucking blind squirrel finds a nut every now and then, motherfucker. But there you are, and you're like, ah, well, maybe if I fucking remove the barbell. Like, no, dude, you, no. The barbell isn't sabotaging you. You are. And like, if I could play undercover boss and go in there with a fucking GoPro, you know, hidden on my fucking chest and spend a month at your gym as a member, oh my God. Like, that would be the, like, oh, I think about that shit. I'm getting real serious. Like, if I could go undercover at a gym, what? I'd be a millionaire. If I could, like, if, if I had, does anyone know of really good undercover, like, body cameras? God, that would be so great to just go undercover at gyms. Like, in, like, real undercover, not, like, bar rescue, like, fake undercover. God, that would be fucking amazing. That would just be some amazing content. But, yeah, I guarantee if I could do that, it would be obvious to the whole fucking world as to why you're scrambling for a new class. Because you suck. <laughs> you're fucking off. You like you got. You're doing. You're not. Whatever. I'm not gonna call out. I was about to make a dog reference. Like you're just not doing the right things you need to be doing for people to just natively tell their friends, family, and coworkers about you. And you getting a new class is not gonna fucking help. Guys, I want to close this out because um I want to go get a burrito. Um, but in closing on this, let me just say one fucking thing. To Ben, uh, thank you so much for the question, man. I'm glad it's it sparked this. I haven't done one of these in a while. But to everyone like Ben that's playing around with a different class structure and it's not catching, first and foremost, ask yourself, how much effort am I putting into it? And but did I think I was just going to drop it and it was going to do well? No, you have to water the fuck out of it. You have to water the fuck out of it. Do not just throw it on your class schedule if you want it to actually become bigger than just a class on the schedule. If you want it to just be a class on the schedule then just throw it on the schedule. But I think some of you guys are doing these classes saying, oh, it's gonna become part of my new brand or it's gonna catch, it's gonna take off. I'm gonna open the next facility with just this style of class. No, you're literally talking about creating another business. You can't just throw it on the fucking schedule unless you just want it to be another class on the schedule, which there's nothing wrong with that. But I also want you to realize that you need to sit back and really analyze does, is there a problem there? Like, is there, am I solving, what problem am I solving with this class? And if I'm not solving a problem, why am I putting it in? It's because Stu fucking looks really compelling with his videos because Alchemy looks sexy from afar because I heard Metabolic got a fucking, you know, this big franchise deal. Why are you looking to do this? What is the problem you're looking to solve that you can't solve with your current thing? And if you end up like me and you just, hey, my core values, my core focus just no longer aligned with it and it aligns with this new methodology and this way of doing it, then realize you have to purge and lose a lot of motherfuckers. You got to take a big fucking financial hit. You need to take years to rebuild. And guess what? That's just the fucking name of the game. You were going forward. You passed the street. You realized you wanted to turn on that street. Guess what? You got to back up. That's just how it goes. One step backwards, two steps forwards. It's painful financially, emotionally, all that shit, friendship-wise, socially. It, um, 
it sucks. But I'll tell you this right now, I've never been happier with my business or in what I've created. And I, you know, I, I created a hell of a business as a CrossFit gym and I, I love those years and that was a lot of fun. But what I have now and the opportunities now in front of me, it's, um, it's completely changed my life and, and, and everything. But again, it, it's cause I completely went all in on it. It wasn't just, I'm not doing CrossFit. Well, how do I fix that? No, that, that wasn't it or else I would have failed. So really guys sit back, analyze this shit. Re and here again, like I, I've name dropped Mitch Rowell, the loop fitness, Ben Isabella, Isabella fitness, shoot him a DM. And I don't care. I'll fucking like these guys. I probably, I will feel very confident if you shoot them in DM, they will fucking respond back and talk to you. They have an abundance mindset. And I think it's really good when I make content like this and you got like, I name drop people and you guys are like, reach out to them. You start talking like, that's how we're going to do better. We are all going to do better when we start collabing a lot more and asking questions and not just sitting back and listening to the fucking, you know, the, the buzzed redhead on a fucking, uh, bar stool in his goddamn living room, talk shit into a goddamn microphone, like, you know, discuss amongst yourselves. Let my shit inspire it. You guys continue the conversations. Um, yeah, that's all I got, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this one. Ben, thank you for the question. Have a great, great fucking night.